Hey everyone, I'm Tom Walker and welcome to the first episode of Van Chats. Today I'm speaking to Gemma Scott, aka The Salty Dreamers. Gemma is a photographer, writer and artist with her work taking her on many an adventure around Australia. I first met Gemma a couple of years ago and we both trained together for surf lifesaving. Her work has had a massive influence on my own creative style. Today, we're going to discuss everything from adventures hitchhiking around the country to making money while on the road. I hope you enjoy it. Gem, do you just want to tell us a little bit about yourself? What made you get into photography and the whole creative scene? Yeah, well, I basically started a few years ago. Um, Ever since I went on my first trip, just took a camera with me and just loved the whole like documentary side of photography and um, like really sharing people's stories through the photo and image and just learning more about yeah the things I capture so say like you know like culture and just all those little bits and things like um, whenever I capture something I always want to find out like re- do research more behind it and just so I know like the context and yeah what's out there kind of thing. Yeah and when was the first time you picked up a camera? Um, to be honest I can't tell you but I've just always been doing it like you know even when we were out like ski training and stuff I'd have that little disposable with me and just taking shots here and there and just love it so much and um it was about two years ago probably like first year out of school that um my uncle actually he was giving away his one of his old cameras and that's the first time I kind of had a proper camera in my hand and yeah got straight into it and just absolutely frothed it so yeah, yeah. So you're saying straight out of school, um, you kind of picked up a proper DSLR for the first time. Yeah. Was that? Well, um, I remember you were saying that you went instead of going to a traditional levers, you went actually to Nepal. Is that? Was it before or after then that you picked up the DSLR? Ah, uh, yeah, before. So. So that was yeah. your real first adventure that shooting was and. First proper gig, yeah. Yep, and what made you want to go to Nepal uh, instead of a traditional school leave? Like... Oh my gosh, well, I just seriously did not want to go um, and get drunk for five days. And yeah. yeah, it'd be cool to hang out with your friends and stuff, but it was not my scene. And um, the cost pretty much worked out to be a little bit more than going to Nepal than, you know, paying for bond and stuff that way. And I just wanted to get so much more experience out of that trip and it turned out to be pretty um pretty uh, memorable so yeah yeah that's awesome that's awesome and then after that so what what actually did you do on that trip was it just photography or oh so I actually met up with uh 10 other people from around Australia um and they were mostly from the east coast and stuff and because basically I searched up alternative levers or schoolies online just wanted to find something completely different out there and uh, we all met up in Kathmandu and then we did like a 11 day trip where it was trekking and like a little community project with a school and stuff and up in the mountains which is so awesome um and then I ended up staying there for another week by myself and did all that kind of like adventure stuff like the canyoning and the kayaking and whitewater rafting and it was yeah such a good experience just putting yourself in that environment and putting yourself out there to whatever happens really yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome that's, mm. then you came back from that and you pretty much got straight in that in the car to go around australia yeah or? so i had the most itchiest feet ever i think it was only four weeks after i got back from the pool that i was like dad i have to get out i have to go somewhere like <laughs> It's just needed and um, I was, oh this was, this was the start of my gap year actually and uh, 
you know, I had heaps of time, a little bit of money, and um, we were going over to the Aussies on the East Coast. Um, and I was like, oh, I think I should, could do this like an alternative way. I was thinking like the year before, like, oh, I've got plenty of time for this. And um, ended up going on rideshare and finding this chick who was driving to Adelaide. Um, and yeah, so I decided to do like the full way and drive, well not drive, get like bus, train, rideshare. Hitchhiking around Australia Hitchhiking almost. basically all the way across to the Gold Coast, which was so phenomenal and yeah. I was just screaming at myself to do it, so super glad. It wasn't like the trip, typical like van journey though, was it? You made it across the Nullarbor in a little Fiat, I remember, yeah. looking at Instagram there. <laughs> so it was um, me and two other girls in the car, Phoebe and Carla, in the little Fiat, and then we had another two behind us in like a wicked, wicked camper, and um, oh, such a good story to tell. <laughs> just, yeah, like I'm surprised we made it across alive in that little thing, because they're like yeah. the tiniest cars you can get. <laughs> yeah, it was a couple of little sketchy experience go past big trucks and everything oh or... yeah a few roos hopping around here and there but like we'd never drive at night or anything no. so it no, was fine no big lights on the front of that nah, or anything. yeah no. and then you recently just went around australia again yeah so i flew over to um yeah the east coast i was only supposed to go for a month just scoping out little creative opportunities and i was doing the photography at a festival over there and just catching up with friends and stuff but um, it turned into four months. Um, <laughs> as, as, as you do. As it does. So pretty much big surfing and van hopping trip and, yeah, more creative stuff. So stoked. So after, after all your trips around, well, two trips around Australia now, what's your favourite part of it? Like, oh, favourite part gosh. of the country? Put you on the spot. Well, there's still so much to see. Like the Kimberley, I need to do more of that and stuff. But, oh, okay. We'll Google Mitch is going to laugh at this. Um, because it has like five, just just the coastline there is super nice. And there's just. Whereabouts is that? Um, it's like a 20 minutes out of Coffs Harbour. Yep. Um, and there's seriously, like, it's like the pass at Byron Bay, yep. but there's no one there. That's it's sick. called Arawara. Oh, no, actually, I won't say what it's called. <laughs> You just did say it, Cut so people out. are going to be like, oh, going back to that part of the video. And there's like five different breaks you can choose from. It's just so good, so nice. Um, and there's, yeah, the whole coastline is beautiful. Yeah, good little um, communities all up and down the yeah, coast. Yeah, hey? such good, like especially Byron, the community there is insane. Such a good little creative hub. and Yeah, yeah it's really inspiring. Really inspiring. But then again, like the Nullarbor, yeah. um, just that kind of raw, like desert is just phenomenal <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah really when we, like we caught out the other day you said there was, a, there was a, on the Nullarbor that cactus area was, what was that that, that spot oh, was that? Um, that's in South Australia yeah. it's a surf break and um, oh my gosh seriously you could stay out there for like three months um, just camp and stuff and yeah, you pretty much drive over this massive pink salt lake um, and then you come across all these big dunes and then on the other side just see these like nice limestone cliffs and then this perfect little yeah. <laughs> left-hander. That's wicked. Yeah. That's wicked. So you said you're hitchhiking around Australia, that kind of thing. Is there any real like sketchy experiences you've had where you felt a bit unsure or unsafe or mm, yeah. anything spring to mind? Yeah, so um, generally... If something doesn't feel like right like if you feel like intuitively that's not going to go well like just get out of the situation kind of thing but there was one like the first trip where I was kind of like hitchhiking and ride sharing and stuff there was only really one time um and that one was when I was on the train from I 
think it was Sydney around there somewhere to casino near to get to Byron yeah and um it was just sketchy as hell uh so many like meth heads and stuff on the train late at night and just people like running up and down it just oh it was it was creepy but it would have been fun with a bag full of camera gear and everything like uh, that as well I actually only had my tiny little oh, g15 really? that time oh, and the housing yeah so it was that was fine um yeah. Yeah, packed pretty light for that trip. Yeah. Um, whereas this time around, it's a bit different. So yeah. 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 More yeah. more set up for the more actual up. paid gigs and everything. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Speaking of paid gigs, how do you make money on the road? What's been your best little earner? Oh well. Any advice for those looking to hit the road and try and make a bit of money to yeah. pay for fuel or? Yeah. Well, um, there's so many opportunities out there, especially like you, you don't think of, you don't think about with photography and stuff because there's it's quite a saturated. Um, market and everything but um, basically I just met this one guy at a festival you know like I didn't know anyone going there you just find your crew Um, and he turns out to be a social media market manager he's like oh we should pitch to this client kind of thing and um, we ended up going over to an island off the Great Barrier Reef for a week and just I was getting paid to shoot content over there we lived there for like seven days and just on this tropical island out in the Great Barrier Reef. It was like, oh, it was insane. So many turtles and wildlife and such a good crew. So, yeah. Um, mm, yeah. Pretty sweet. That's sweet. So it's pretty much all about the connections you make on the road that are yeah. how you get money. You're not going to make it if you sit sit in your van all day. Yeah, you just have to go out there much. and meet people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you never know. Um, what's going to like become of meeting someone new or um you know there's always connections with like different people and yeah, just putting yourself out there hey that's the best way to go and a little conversation with someone on the beach or something you never yeah, know where it, where it could lead yeah. to like they could be like the owner of that brand that you really love or something um yeah. and yeah what else <laughs> that, that's, kind of, that's kind, of, kind of what's happened in bali now almost with you isn't it yeah like there's so many like creative people there in bali in Chengdu and um, so much opportunity for collaborations and just meeting good people so it's awesome that's awesome um, speaking of those meeting people and opportunities is there any massive opportunities you missed or regrets or mistakes you've made on the road um, yeah well I think uh, nothing major like um, whenever I feel like I need to do something I'll generally do it but I think one it wasn't a regret because it all turned out well in the end, but I knew I needed to get back to that point. Um, was when it was after the trip to Nepal. Me and Dad actually went over to Chengdu for the first time and um, we were just there for a few days kind of thing. And I met this street artist down on the beach and um, he was just like um, spray painting on one of the walls and stuff. And went up and said, hello, like what are you doing and everything. And then he had an exhibition that night um, and went to that and stuff. It was really cool, like to see all that art culture and that just kind of vibe over there. Yeah. Um, and then there was basically opportunities from there to just get involved more in that. And I don't know. I just I was with my dad. Like we're going home soon. It was kind of like oh, there's so much potential here, but can't really let it unfold at the moment so it was not a regret but it's just like oh i need to get back here so bad <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, sure. yeah. Sure. So it's that whole regret almost leaving early. Yeah, pretty much. out the full opportunities that were there at the time. That's why I never book a return flight anymore. <laughs> no, just go the one way. Yeah. Which is kind of what you're doing now at the moment. Yes. We're going back there to meet the yeah. artsy community over in Bali. Yeah. So I'm actually moving to Chengdu tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. So by the time this is published, you've probably been there for a while, but yeah. at the moment, Gemma's going off to Changu tomorrow. So, <laughs> what do you want to tell what you're doing there? Or ah, uh, well, um, so I was there six months ago, just doing, doing what I do, just <laughs> surfing, collaborating, and getting creative and stuff. And then after I left, I was said to myself, I'm going to find every way possible to get back and live here. And that was at the end of the season, so it was starting into the wet season and stuff. So yeah. I think subconsciously that previous trip around Oz was just yeah. waiting around for that time. Yeah. And then yeah, so um, I walked in and basically I'm starting an internship with uh, Deus, one of the brands that the Deus Temple, the Deus Temple of Enthusiasm, <laughs> Deus X Machina. Yeah. Yeah. So stoked for that. Really stoked. Um, I'm going to be going to be yeah interning there for three months or more. Taking photos and what else? Yeah, so shooting content and then working on the media and little bits and bobs like um, yeah with other publications and stuff. Not too sure, so we'll see. That's yeah. awesome. And before we go, is there any parting words you've got to, or any advice you want to give to young creatives that are looking to take the step into the unknown, step out the comfort zone, and just real chase? Chase the dream. Yeah. Anything you'd like to say? Yes, about? for sure. Just seriously, um, follow your intuition. Like, if you feel like you need to do something, or like that's something you really want to pursue, or just like follow your passion, just do it. Um, because seriously, it all works out in the end. Like, the universe actually has a really funny way of um, of working out and sending you everything you need. Um, so yeah, my advice is just follow what you what you want to do and yeah keep dreaming <laughs> awesome awesome thanks this gem cheers thank you tom thank you very much for listening to the first episode of van chats be sure to follow Gemma's work on all her social channels that i'll list below her pictures are well worth a gander if you have any questions for either of us be sure to flick us a message i'm always up for a chat join me again next week when i talk to clay weston a young musician from denmark about music culture drawing inspiration from your surroundings and getting your foot in the door I'm Tom Walker. Thanks for listening.